It's Talking Twins and More with Nix and Naomi. Thanks to twinfo.com.au and doublebub.com.au. It's Talking Twins and More, a multiple birth podcast with myself, Nix, and joining me as always from twinfo.com.au, Naomi, how are ya? Nikki, it is Christmas. Oh my goodness, I cannot believe it. Like it's it's actually here. Like <laughs> how did this happen? I know. And look, I've, I've got to admit, I'm not a huge Christmassy fan, but this year is, I, I feel really bad. I actually am completely unorganized. I am not in the Christmas spirit. We have done nothing except for last night. We did our first kind of Christmassy thing only because I realized it was two weeks to Christmas and we hadn't even looked at a light or talked about anything. Yeah, I don't know. This year's just snuck up on me. And it's the same date every year. It's not like Easter, which changes all the time. Christmas is the 25th of December. (laughs) And you know what? I've been speaking to so many people this year and I I don't know what it is, but everyone's the same. And I feel like every year I say, oh my God, I can't believe it's, it's Christmas. But this year, for some reason, there is not a single person I know who is ready, prepared or in the headspace of cruising into Christmas. It's like everybody is just doing a marathon sprint to the finish line going, crap, this is like, it's happening. <laughs> We've got to it do this. It is a bit. Yeah, I agree. Um, normally, um, I, I've just seen my Facebook memories been popping up from the last, you know, 10 years or whatever. Mm. And, you know, three weeks ago, I had wrapped every single Christmas present. Yeah, I was done, and it was like the it was. Oh, I think it was the seventeenth of November, <sighs> and I was I was done. Everything was done. Um, my my international Christmas cards were posted. I'm not even doing Christmas cards yeah, this year. Neither. I've, neither. Yeah, but last year my international Christmas cards were posted by the seventeenth because um, I had a post on Facebook complaining about the price of the stamps. <laughs> Thank um, God for Facebook for reminding us of how organised we I were know, last year. Like, to be like, screw you, Facebook, I don't want to see that. I know. I did actually think that. I thought, oh, really? That's, um, that just actually made me feel worse, not better. <laughs> oh, look, I $2. think everyone's 55. with you. <laughs> Can I just tell you? $2.55 to post just for like a, a Christmas card. card. Yeah, a Christmas card. Wow. When did that yeah. happen? I thought they were like fifty cents. Oh that, no! So that's, that's over to the UK and to and it's to still, all of our inter- and Canada and all of our international family. I'm pretty Who sure when I was little, hard. it was only fifty cents. <laughs> cents I know. to the UK though. It was a long time pretty ago sure. now. It was. Let's not talk about that. That's <laughs> even more depressing than Christmas. <laughs> Two dollars fifty-five. That's quite a lot, isn't it? Wow. It is. Yeah. Well, that makes me feel better for not doing any international Christmas cards because now I'm, essentially I, I'm saving money. <laughs> <laughs> True. I don't know if my family are going to feel the same way, but <laughs> so it's Mailchimp, isn't that something? True. Like just a True. great newsletter, isn't that what everybody does these days? Yeah. Sometimes I go to my True. inbox and it's like, oh wow, somebody sent a Christmas newsletter. Oh, I should read that. I should That's do that one sure. day. Oh my god, hello! It reminds me of uh, Christmas traditions, which is exactly what we want to talk about uh, this episode: Christmas traditions and the old present buying when it comes to twins. Because let's face it, it's a little bit different when you've got the it two at the is. same age. Yeah, and yeah, having I don't even know if having several children at different ages would be quite the same, but um, with multiples, it, it, yeah, it's, it is quite different. So I'm looking forward to hearing about other people's stories as well as sharing ours. 
Absolutely. We'll share ours next. It's Talking Twins and More. It's Talking Twins and More with Mix and Naomi. Thanks to twinfo.com.au and doublebub.com.au. Naomi, it is the festive season. I should say as well, this is going to be our last episode for 2019. Uh, We'll be back bigger and better for 2020. And we thought, hey, why not go out with the festive feel? It's Christmas, apparently. I can't believe that um, our first season is done. We've done, no. yeah. Like 24 what, 20 episodes? episodes? 24 episodes in six months. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's pretty good. And it is funny because it was about um, this time last year when this whole thing started. Um, yeah, actually it was getting close to that. It yeah. was, well, it was the beginning of this year, but I, I remember yeah. sort of um, – thinking to myself, geez, I'd love to do a, a podcast. And I know it, now mm. knowing you, your headspace wasn't far off it, um, different yeah, time frames, sure. but it was, um, yeah, some yeah weird vortex brought us together. Anyway, uh, I digress. I'm getting sentimental. Uh, Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you have any family traditions? So not as in actual family traditions. The one tradition that I've always grown up with, because my dad's Canadian and Dave, and my mum is English, and Dave, even though he grew up in Hong Kong for nearly 40 years, is um, English and his family are English but live in Hong Kong, um, is that we always do the hot Christmas Eve dinner. Christmas Eve? Yeah, and if you've ever cooked a roast turkey in Queensland on Christmas Eve when it's generally about 36 degrees, yeah, it's pretty hot, but we do it. We push through every year and we do it. Um, Sometimes we just cook it out in the barbie um, so it's outside rather than in the house. Do you have good air Um, conditioning? (laughs) Yeah, no, we don't. But um, (laughs) Oh, you poor thing. I, I have an air fryer now. I wonder if I could cook it in my air fryer. No, I'm only joking. We will cook a proper Christmas turkey. <laughs> so every Christmas Eve, that's what you do. Yeah, it is. That's, um, but that's, I guess, uh, it, well, we did do it once on Christmas Day and it was like 40 degrees mm. and we then, we had no air conditioning and we were cooking this, you know, I don't know, seven kilo turkey or whatever it was. Um, and it was just revolting and so hot that we decided we'd never do it again. And since then, it's always been Christmas Eve. And then, so that was before I met Dave. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Dave being English, he liked the hot Christmas dinner. Um, and I was like, no, we do it on Christmas Eve. And he was like, oh, okay. <laughs> well, he's yeah. adapted that well. Was, oh, yeah, totally. No, it was, it, he, well, yeah. So it how does Christmas Day then roll out for you guys? If you've had just sort of your hot meal Christmas Eve, um, how does Christmas Day play out? So Christmas Day is always cold, um, a cold food, not cold temperature because we're in Queensland. Um, <laughs> you wish it was cold. Yeah, absolutely. So Christmas is always um, just cold salads, meats, um, prawns, whatever. Now, I'm vegetarian, so my Christmas always looks a little bit different. Um, but generally, someone will buy the prawns, someone brings the ham, we have leftover turkey, and I make all the salads. And yeah. Because my family is spread all over, um, Dave's family is all overseas. My family are either overseas or in Australia, but everyone is in different areas. Mm. So it generally means that we travel, um, which for some people they find it quite stressful. For Dave and I, we actually like going to someone in my family's house Mm. because they do the majority of the work because they don't see the kids all the time. So they're happy to play with the kids. They're happy to cook dinner. They're happy to, you know, do all those jobs. Um, And Dave and I just will sit on the couch sometimes and just stare at each other going, oh, 
it's Christmas. Do, I'm so exhausted. This is so easy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can actually relax on Christmas Day. That mm. makes sense. There is something nice about travelling between different people's places, though. I, I don't mind it on Christmas as well. Well, for us, though, everyone is a good few hours away from each other, so uh, it's, we go to one person or the others. We don't drive everywhere. Yeah. Um, and we, I just kind of alternate through my family, and but sometimes that may mean they come to us or um, or we go to them or various things. But no, oh. I really, Christmas has changed since having the twins though. Um, I guess when we were going through all of our fertility issues and treatment and all of that kind of stuff, I hated Christmas with a passion. Yeah. Just was not into it, was not interested in it um, because Christmas is about kids, Christmas, and which is all I could think about. Yeah, right. Um, and Too emotional. To, yeah, yeah, just desperately wanted those kids mm. and just couldn't have them. And, yeah, for me it was a real, I guess, uh, a, a kick in the face about the fact that our infertility issues just were brought to a head and I hated it. Everyone was talking about what to buy their kids, taking yeah. their Santa photos. Your Facebook feed was full of, you know, the, the silly Christmas elf on the shelf yeah. and all these things that I now do which also does make me think about my friends that have gone through this themselves. Yeah. But, yeah, it just happens. But anyway, how, I digress. How was it then for your first Christmas? Talk us through what it was like for that first Christmas with the kids. Oh, well, our first Christmas with the kids, um, so they were born the 15th of June, so they were literally six months old. Mm. They were a couple months early, so they really they were only four months old. Um we went to Hong Kong. <laughs> oh, that's right. You were talking about that in your travel. Yeah. That's right. But it must have been well, we amazing just, for you just to sort of finally, uh, I guess, look at that day and be like, I, I don't feel unhappy or a very yeah, different feeling it was. for you. It was, it was different for me because I guess I was um, in Hong Kong. So, I mean, I was with Dave's family. Um, so, I was obviously in a different country, different family and all of that kind of stuff. I mean, obviously I'm very comfortable there, felt very welcome and all of that kind of stuff, but it was a bit different. Mm. Um, but, yeah, it was um, – I do remember thinking, I've done it. Mm. It's Christmas. Yeah. But then because it was Christmas, we didn't take any presents you know, for the kids and all of that kind of stuff because we were travelling overseas and, you know, so all these things. And I tell you what. We didn't put up a Christmas tree because we were going to be away. Plus, they were only six months old and I was so freaking exhausted because mm. they were terrible sleepers that mm-hmm. I just couldn't bring myself to even think about decorating the house. Um, but, yeah, anyway, that was that's a completely different, the whole sleep thing. Yeah, but we'll yeah. get to that in season two. Yeah. <laughs> What about you? Did you do you have what do you do on Christmas Day? Do you know what it's, it's, it's really funny because um, I grew up in a small family. Again, my family's my parents are English, um, and I'm born in Australia. But we didn't have a lot of extended family. My grandfather was out here um, for a few years until he passed away. But um, so we didn't. Christmas wasn't a huge deal in our family. We did it and we, you know, same thing. My mum would always cook the traditional lunch um, because my grandfather wanted it. And then, but it was really just like four or five of us sitting around. And then every couple of years we'd go back to the UK and be with the family. And it was, it was different. But I, ever since I was little, I just, 
loved it. I have loved Christmas my entire life. And even in that unusual stage that we all go through as young adults where you don't have kids anymore, you're not a kid anymore, I just have always been what I term an over-enthusiastic Christmas supporter. Having only known you for this year and having seen, knowing how busy you are in your life and everything that's going on with you at the moment, and you are still dressing up in Christmas things. You're still doing this. You're still doing that. I'm wearing a Christmas, a Mickey Mouse Christmas top as we sit here and record because I am such a ridiculous Christmas person. I don't know. It's something for me. I'm a big summer lover. So even though I've I've split my time 50-50 in the UK and Australia as a kid growing up with Christmas, to me, I just love um, the warmth, the heat, the long evenings, everything that to me – um, Christmas was. I just have the happiest memories. And so because of that, um, I mean, obviously my boys weren't planned so different headspace. I always wanted, like everyone, to have kids and, and do the whole Christmas thing. Um, yeah. But now that I'm in a position, and this year because the boys are turning four in about, well, they, they turn four in January, um, it's really the first time that they've started getting into it. And now yeah. I'm just... I'm seeing a whole different value. So when you say, has it changed? Yes, because suddenly um, it's no longer just me obsessing over this thing. I push my obsession onto my children. And every day, every minute of our lives at the moment is obsessed with Christmas, Santa. Uh, I don't know if I'm doing the right or wrong thing, but the the way their imagination has grown there. Um, enthusiasm to it you know they we go and see the lights we've been on light walks around house and if we drive past houses mummy it's got Christmas lights up or Santa and I just can't help but love it it's just added a whole nother level of obsession to my Christmas world which is pretty bad anyway Um, that's beautiful though but having come from a family that where I, I was always the driving force of Christmas. To be honest, my parents as adults have said to me they would quite happily have taken or left, you know, Christmas as we all got to sort of teens. But we all did it because I did it. I would cook lunch. Even as a teenager, I would do the whole thing. Um, it was just uh-huh. my gig. I would decorate the tree. I would tell everybody what, you know, presents they had to organise for everyone. I would do it. I'd plan games because we're such a small family, I think. Yeah, I don't know whether I was just sort of, wanting to make it something I don't know but it's funny now because I'm trying to create traditions for our own little family because we were sort of thrown together with the boys quite unexpectedly so Chris and I sort of don't have a long history of knowing each other and I'm sort of this year now trying to put in things that I want to become our own sort of family traditions so the boys grow up with um so one of the things that I'm started doing last year was Christmas Eve we go for a walk around the streets we look at the lights for the last time we all dressed in some Christmas pajamas the boys put out their um uh mince pies and carrots go to bed and then Chris and I stay up wrap presents have a glass of champagne and just you know enjoy the Christmas night eve thing so that's our Christmas Eve that's nice actually because yeah for me yeah that that's nice for me, it's always me frantically wrapping the presents, you know, while the kids are asleep or various things like that. Mm. Um, I never thought about doing something like that. That's a really nice tradition. Yeah, and it's just something like um, – and it's sort of something like I know with family-wise, people have wanted to sustain. Sometimes we do go away and that sort of thing, but um, I, re- I really wanted – 
to to create just a little bit of something because Christmas is a time where you have to pull yourselves in in so many different directions and you want to but at the same time I also want the boys to have a little bit of a moment Um, and Chris and I too as a family where we just have a few little things we'll still get up you know do Santa and then go and do the Christmas thing but as much as possible I want that Christmas Eve first thing in the morning just to be about us four and then the and I know it's a strange concept because I know Christmas is a big thing but I'm really just hooked on this idea of having these little traditions when the kids grow up and go you know what when we were younger mum and dad always you know we we had a really nice Christmas Eve together we listened to Christmas music then then we wrapped presents in the morning we opened them and then we went and did our big family thing yeah that's beautiful that's really nice that's the little tradition I'm trying to push through (laughs) yeah that's really nice I think probably my only other tradition, and this more revolves around other people, but I always get myself one as well, is that each year since the kids have been born, I have ordered a little china um, ornament for the Christmas tree with their photo on it. Oh, wow. That's nice. Yeah, so now we're coming up, um, you know, so when we – they, they, uh, it's a bit ridiculous. I give it to them on Christmas Day, but – it's actually a Christmas ornament, so I probably should send it, it to them earlier. Like the next, yeah, for the next, so the next year yeah, they would well, have so last year's. Yes, yeah. so this one that will say 2019 on them, so and lovely. I'll give it to them. Um, and they're they're really quite sweet, um, and it's really nice to see actually when we're decorating the tree. The kids will go, oh, mummy, how old was I in this one and, you know, and things like that. So that's nice. But other than that, we, we don't have any others. I really like that idea though and I have actually thought and I'm a little bit annoyed at myself I haven't done it previously but this year um, I saw those uh, baubles at the shopping centre that you can get like the glitter names on and you can oh, get the yes, writing. Oh, I've got those. Yeah, I, this, well, I made my own. Yeah, yeah, and this year I actually thought that I'm like, oh, I really wish I'd um, – got one for every year for them because I want to get them for them and it would be nice to sort of build up a collection for the boys to have oh, like – Oh, right. And the, it's one for yeah. each year. So different to what you're doing but I would love to have each year I add a Harrison and Hunter 2019-2020 bauble to the oh, Christmas nice. tree. So by you know what? When they get – You're you know, lucky. In, yeah. They're young enough that you could get away with doing all four I should just thought of that as she said that. I'm like, yeah. I might just back catalogue them. <laughs> yeah, Exactly. That's That'll really be right. Because I, I really like that. And then my idea now is like um, I'm literally thinking this as we're talking, um, you know, then sort of in when they're 16 or whatever, they won't care because they'll be rebellious boys. But there would be the whole Christmas tree would be decorated with different but years the, of their lives. Yeah. yeah. That'd be really lovely. There you go. So we get them for the um, all of their grandparents. Oh, that's nice. Um, so each year the grandparents all get one and then obviously I order myself one as well because um, my kids are very lucky. They've got four sets of grandparents. So mm. um, I just order five each year, um, one for the four sets of grandparents. And where so do you order not, them through if people want to? Uh, well, I do mine through Minibox yeah. um, and it's just because that's who I've done it through each time. Um it's just, I mean, I think you can get them through lots of places, but mini boxes where I did my first ones from, I was really happy with the quality and just kept on going with it. There you go. Your tip. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, let's talk about the tough one, presents. I mean, you're, oh. at, you're at a different age demographic to me now, but how do you, because I know I've seen on so many multiple pages already the conversation about how do you manage the whole Christmas present debacle? 
Yeah, it's a tough one, hey? Mm. So for us, um, we've always, we haven't really, I I will preface this with saying I've got girl boy twins. So Mm. um, it it is a little bit different for those that have um, potentially same sex ones that you are buying the exact same gift for. I've never bought girl boy presents kind of thing. Obviously, they've gravitated that way as they get a bit older. Um, But we've always sort of, similar things for them if if it's something that they're both interested in um, particularly if it was something like when they're younger Duplo and stuff like that it was just easier to get them a set each and yeah. then they could combine it and because then they've got more bricks to yeah. play with yeah. um, for me it's nothing actually to do with the amount of money we spend it is to do with um, having the same number of presents for them to unwrap yeah. now I used to do really well I used to actually write the present name as if what was in the present on the label. Of course you did. Did so, you have a spreadsheet to go with it, Naomi? Oh, yeah, I do yeah, have of a spreadsheet. Do. Yep. Um, <laughs> but so then I could just grab a present and see that it was the, you know, yep. the X present and so then I would find the X present for both of them ah, to hand to so them. So they're both like opening that. something of the similar sort of size yes, or whatever together. Because you have to be very careful because yep. if one of them opens it, the other one is either going to go, oh, I want one of those, mm-hmm. or they open it three presents on and they go, oh, that's what my brother got. You know, so it's that's one thing you've got to be really conscious about is if they are getting the present at the same time is to give it to them at the same time. Yeah, yeah very good tip. And I, I, I do that as well. Um, normally I just guess by what it looks like because I'm not as organised. But yeah, I totally agree with you because making sure that they have, whether it's the same book, even if it's like yes. know, Mickey or Pluto or whatever, who exactly. cares? But if it's the same shape and size, I make them open it at the same time so that they don't get that sense of either anticlimax well, or, yeah, competition. I actually write Mickey and Pluto yeah, on, on the label. Idea. That's a good idea. I might try that um, And, yeah, I also – my other tip is so I used to just write wrap all of Oliver's presents in one colour paper and all of Alexis's in a different colour paper. Yeah, so that's what – I did that last year. I had um, yeah. I had one colour for Hunter, one colour for Harry, and then I had a couple of presents that they share, like a big present that they might yes. share or something, and that was always – the you know a, a different color again so I knew exactly whose pile yeah. was what and and I'm doing the same system again this year and I have boy boy twins um and they pretty much do get exactly the same because I know from at home just the number of arguments I know if I've got one truck or one trailer that's slightly different at the yeah. moment it's going to cause an argument so honestly it's just easier for me to get two of the same thing do you get the exact the same argument. thing or do you get them in slightly different colours or? If I can, like the boys have gravitated to a blue-green thing that they've got going on and they chose those yeah. colours themselves. Hunter decided that green was his favourite colour. Harry decided that blue was his favourite colour. Occasionally they get in these big fights where they decide they want each other's colours just to really yeah. roll each other up. But as much as possible, we've sort of stuck to that colour coding this year. Yeah. Um, and this is really the first year we've had it previously. We haven't had as many arguments over of things like we might get a dump truck and a, 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 a I don't I don't know my trucks a that digger well. or whatever. A, yes, thank you, a digger and a dump truck. But I've just found now that they this last twelve months they've caused so many fights over different things. Mm, I'm just, just not willing to because yeah, because yeah. it's the mental 
you know, I want them to be excited with what they open. I don't want them to be like, oh, you know, look at exactly what you just said. Look at their brothers and go, oh, but I want that one. Yeah. I don't want that to be their gut reaction is, well, this is cool, but I want his. Yeah. So. Well, I'm faced with a new challenge this year, and this is the first time I've come across this. Um, Alexis is really into horses. And so she's got this whole little horse stable thing happening where she's got some, you know, the little Schleck plastic horses and some whatever they are and some fences and some jumps and some people and things. And she has all she has wanted all year is the Schleck stable. And it is beautiful. However, it is $220. Oof. Now, I just can't bring myself to pay $220 for a piece of plastic fantastic. No. That, you know, and I, I just, she, we Googled them, we looked at them and I just said to her, babe, it's $220, you know, like you're not getting it. I'm mm. sorry. Then last week, there's a toy outlet center near us and they had a 40% off sale and a girlfriend and I thought, oh, look, this is our last chance before the kids finish school. Let's pop up and see what they've got. Up we go. It started at 10. We didn't get there till about 11.30. We walked in the door and I said to her, look, I'm just going to go straight to the Schleck stuff just to see what's there. Mm. Um, you know, I'll catch up with you. And so I toddle off and I looked at it and here is pushed over, fallen over at the very back of a shelf was one Schleck stable. <gasps> and I thought, oh, this will be interesting. And I grabbed it and pulled it forward. And it was only $140, but wow. 40% off, and it was $70. <gasps> so literally, previously, one week earlier, I had said to her, I'm sorry, you can't get that. Well, now I've gone and bought it because I got it for $70. Yeah, absolutely. <sighs> but we don't have a corresponding present for Oliver. So Dave and I have just had the conversation tonight, well, do we spend seventy dollars? Yeah. Or do we spend the equivalent of two hundred and forty dollars, which we're not going to do? Can I no. just yeah. can I just seventy sounds say? better? Yeah, but he's not going to get nearly a good a present for seventy dollars as he would for two hundred and twenty. Sorry, it was two hundred and twenty dollars. However, I did only pay seventy dollars for this thing, and I have also told her she's not getting it because it's worth it's so much money. So I am actually thinking of saying to her that I got it secondhand because I often buy things off Gumtree and Mm. and marketplace and things. They're used to getting secondhand things because they hate waste. Or is it something Um, where you can say to them, like, use it as a learning opportunity and say to them? you know, we, we got it at a, whether it was secondhand or at a very good deal at a different shop or something. And this is yeah, what maybe. it was worth. The reason we decided to buy it was because it was a, a more affordable price and therefore we spent the equivalent on Oliver. Because at the moment they don't really, they do, they're really starting to get into money. Like, so we'll, I'll buy something and i say, how much was that money? Mm-hmm. And things like that. And so... And they're quite funny that, mum, how much money is in your bank account? Do you have to pay to get money out of your bank account? So mm-hmm. the, the whole money thing is starting Coming to kick really in big, for yeah. them. Um, and they will, they've embarrassed me a couple of times because they've said to people, oh, how, well, how much was it? <laughs> and it's not that they're, um, you know, like they're, yeah, they're, they're just, just inquisitive. They're, they're learning about yeah, money, exactly. yeah, learning yeah. the principles of value. But, 
Oh, there's been a couple of times. I'm like, oh my gosh. Yeah, don't ask me what's in my bank account. Not today. <laughs> in front of people and, you know, oh, and how much does daddy get paid? And what about this? And oh, oh, it's so funny. Um, oh, sometimes it can be. That's a but really yes, interesting now I'm in one a to dilemma. Be. Yeah. What do I do? And this is the first time this has happened because I would, there's no way. Um, I'm sorry, I know people do do this, but there's absolutely no way I'd spend $220 on a piece of plastic fantastic, no. really, which is what this is for Alexis for Christmas. I, I mean, I love her dearly, but there is – no, I wouldn't do it. Not, in, not when but, she's going to outgrow it in a period of time. Like, yeah, it's not and be I something... picked it up for $70. Yeah. Um, which was just – the box is all torn. It's sticky taped up. Um, but anyway, I'd say, yeah. So I'd be interested to hear what our listeners think. So maybe I'll pop it up on our Facebook page, Talking Twins and More, a multiple birth mm. podcast, and – let me know what you think I should do because I actually don't know. I'm genuinely – Dave and I talked about it tonight. We don't know what to do. It is a really tough one. I'd love to hear what other people say. Do you set yourself mm. a budget overall? Uh, not technically a budget. Um, we don't go um, – I wouldn't say that we go overboard uh, because we have a very large extended family. Yeah. Um, so they do get lots of things. I really do like the Christmas things, that, you know, something to wear, something to read, something they want, something they need. Yep. Um, which is just the four presents. So I think that's really nice. Mm. Um, so from us, I think our children are probably only getting maybe four presents from us. Mm. Um, but on the other hand, they're getting, mm. you know, presents from aunts and uncles overseas. Yeah. And they've got, well, they've got, they get you know, they've got four sets of grandparents. Yeah. So that's four presents. That's not just like, I'm not saying they've got four presents. They've got four sets of grandparents. Yeah, yeah. so they get presents so from all of that. They're and blah, going blah, blah, to blah. get presents from that. They're going to get presents from the aunts and uncles. And, you know, yeah. So, I mean, they certainly don't go without. Mm. But um, I think we've only probably got them four presents, maybe, um, plus some stocking fillers and things mm. like that. Yeah. But, um, yeah. What about you? What are you doing for Christmas was, in terms of that? See, I just I, – this is really the first year I, I sort of loosely have set budgets in the past but not really been too worried yeah. this year because the boys' birthday is so close after Christmas. <gasps> That's So true. this is the yeah. other dilemma we have is, is you know, I mean these kids basically live on a high for the next three and a half weeks where they just get presents after presents because, you know, we, yes, have, we have one Christmas function before Christmas, we have another one just after Christmas, then we have New Year's, then we have another Christmas function, then it's their birthday, then it's their birthday party. So basically for the next four weeks they do nothing but get presents and eat junk food. Yeah, um, so trying to then get them into the headspace of, of this is not normal is really hard. So this year I've set a really strict budget and I've done um, – I've done specific birthday presents. So they're getting new bikes because they're just out of their balance bikes and going into training wheels now. So that's yep. their birthday present and that's it. That's what they're getting for their birthday is a, a new Good bike. Yep. Um, and then I've set myself a budget of, you know, a couple of hundred dollars for, you know, I get a lot of their clothes and stuff at the moment still during their Christmas budget. And then, you know, a, a small budget on, on presents because they've got so much toys anyway. But, yeah, it's just – it's really hard for us. But then the, the other thing that I've started doing is – when they've actually got all their presents, because then they get them from all the extended family and everything as well, I now take half of them away. And I've done this now the last two years, so since they yeah. were two. And I put 50% of the toys away back in the top of their cupboard when they're sort of not looking, basically. I just say, okay, you know, putting these ones away, we'll get them out later. Let them focus on half of their toys. And then halfway through the year, I bring them out. 
because they don't have that birthday have. where they get new stuff halfway through yeah. the year, I bring out new colouring books or new Play-Doh or new t- truck or something that I've put away and then they get f- like a fresh refresh of toys in the middle of the year because it just sucks because they're so close together. Yeah, you see, I'm so lucky. Mine are exa- like – Six months, yeah. Six months and ten days apart. Like I'm – yeah. Mm. 15th of June, the 25th of December, like it's just perfect. But I'd love to find um, out what other people do, and particularly if you do have kids. I mean, my kids' birthday's, what, three weeks after Christmas, so it's mm. a little bit – But I mean, I, I know people with the 22nd, 24th, you know, 27th. You know, how do people balance it? Do you have budgets? So many questions. Yeah, for sure. So I'll pop a few of those up on our Facebook page, Talking Twins and More, a multiple birth podcast, and we'd love to actually hear how you cope with Christmas, mm-hmm. particularly if you do have birthdays around that and how you juggle all the family things, who you spend Christmas with, do you do Christmas on your own, and what are your Christmas traditions? Yeah, we would love to hear from you guys. And that's it for 2019. Wow. I cannot believe it. And season one. <laughs> I know. Well, Nikki, thank you so much oh, for doing this. This with has us. been like, so much fun. Yeah. It's been chaos. It's been, um, I, I have laughed, I've cried, I've had such a wonderful time. And, you know, to everyone who's been involved in the show, it's been so much fun. Um, next year, we have so much f- more planned. <laughs> it's going to be bigger. We do. We're going to be a little bit more organized. We did yes. kind of, well, let's be honest, we kind of winged this season, but yes. we're going to get a little bit. More planning done, get a bit more involved. But, yeah, yeah. and, Nikki, it's just been uh, – I've met a new friend, so that's oh, been really nice. Most definitely. Yeah. I mean, we talk now all the time and yeah, you know, I'm, I'm so grateful that we, we, our paths have crossed and I'm so excited for what the future holds. But, um, yeah, also I, I think over the next couple of weeks we'll be revisiting a lot of our episodes on the Facebook page. So if you haven't had a chance to listen to them all, now's the perfect chance. Absolutely. And I'm looking forward to 2020 spending it with you, Nikki, and with all of our listeners. Absolutely. We'll catch you next year. And Merry Christmas, everybody. It's Talking Twins and More with Nix and Naomi. Thanks to twinfo.com.au and nikkiainley.com.